Hi, I'm Ransom Allen, and welcome back to another episode of Barely News, Granite Bay High School's official podcast, where myself and my friends discuss exciting topics from all around the world. I'm joined here today by my co-hosts, Lee Randolph and Sophia Deaver. Hello, everybody. My name is Ransom Allen, and welcome back to Barely News Season 2. I'm glad you are all here. Hope you all are staying safe in your homes or whatever you may be when you're listening to this. Uh, unfortunately, both Bridget and Ashley have left me alone. It's kind of sad. But I was able to find two new friends, and they will gladly introduce themselves to you now. Lee, do you want to start I, us off? Um, yeah. Um, I'm Lee. I'm a sophomore and I got roped into this podcast in media and now I'm here talking with Ransom and Oh, hi. What's up? I'm Sophia. Basically, I'm a junior and I've also been roped into this podcast and now I'm here. Now you sound like now I sound like a villain. <sighs> well, I mean, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, whatever. So, for our very first topic, um, I want to talk about school and how I believe it's not going to open back up again, no matter what, no matter yeah, what people say. For the whole year? For Yeah, I'm very positive that despite Placer County being off the watch list for how, how long has it been? A month? I think it's been a week or two. A week? Yep. Yeah. Time is no longer with me. Um, yeah, I just don't think that it's going to open back up, regardless of how long Classic County has been off or on the watch list, because there I'm has to be so many more steps. Yeah, I'm with you on that, especially because we've seen in not Placer County, but other schools that have tried to open back up and high schools are just so packed with people that it's pretty much impossible to socially distance and everyone knows students aren't always going to wear masks so it's it's not I don't see it as a possibility either I think maybe if they do develop a vaccine by November like some of the articles have been saying that we could go back but besides that I do agree with that though which articles are you referencing um articles don't worry about it all right I won't worry about it Exactly. Um, I'm now going to continue worrying about it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Well, I know the school sent out. Um, I know the school sent out a uh, an email to parents. I don't know if students got sent this too, but it was basically just talking about what phases uh, reopening would look like. And if I can click over to it. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah, so phase two would be like just a couple, like some students on campus. So I think, I think some teachers said that would be like 10 students per classroom or so, um, which even then I think would be hard to socially distance, especially because classrooms in general are fairly small. And I, I mean, think 10 students would be near impossible. I mean, maybe, but at the same time, you got to think about like entry and exit, like and I don't know, some classrooms, yeah, some classrooms, it might probably would be possible, 
but even then at like 10 students and then the rest of the class is going to be not present like what I feel like that would just make it more like hard to conduct the class and I feel like it's just not worth that risk for 10 students to be in class mm-hmm. and everyone at home especially because a lot of our classes have 30 to 40 students it's just not it just doesn't matter yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) i mean for for our class media i'm pretty sure there's like 18 kids total for what our class yeah media okay yeah fully for uh i believe in rockland they are a little more lenient on it being mm-hmm. that with their cross country team, they, um, I don't know how to put this into words. They just don't social distance, I guess. They have a much bigger team with them versus our own Granite Bay cross country team, which may be uh, 10 to 15 kids out of the 40 or so kids on the roster. And then Rockland and Wood Creek. Um, have those bigger um bigger teams with them and i think just looking at that i think a lot of people have just given up on social distance and quarantine and everything i know especially because people were real hardcore quarantining for months three months or so that Mm -hmm. it's gotten to a point where people are just well it's not worth it anymore especially because so many people's mental health uh, suffered throughout that whole thing and it was really hard to find connection I think people have just kind of given up and are like I don't want to go back to that ever so I'm not going to yeah I feel like the moment summer hit was when everyone just stopped because it got to the point where literally Sunsplash opened or yeah. our, our local water park yeah And I think that, I think why everyone stopped uh, once summer hit was we were all in the mentality of, oh, we just can't go to school and see people because school is a gathering. But as soon as summer hit, it was like, oh, well, school's not a problem anymore because we don't have to go to school because it's summer. So we can go do whatever we want because summer is our free time. When in reality, it was, no, there's still a global pandemic going on. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, I think I, I agree with what you said that people just started ignoring it when summer came along. But other people have been ignoring it since March 13th, which is when it started out with the quarantine. Yeah, pretty much. And if we're going to, let's per se, a few of those people were students. Um, of course they're not going to wear masks. Of course they're not going to social distance. And even more so, we have friends. At least I'd like to assume so. But we have friends <laughs> that we will go to. We'll say, hey, how's it been? We'll hug. We'll high five. We'll go to the next class, not knowing we might have the virus. Infect the teacher. Infect the other nine or eight students. Go to another class. Infect those students. And then the cycle continues. And then it's one student. Imagine if there are maybe three or four students. It's just going to go, the rate of infections for our school, for Granite Bay, would rise exponentially. Yeah. True. Because we know everyone's not socially distancing, quarantining, 
wearing masks everywhere. I haven't been perfect. I've hung out with a couple of friends, but the majority of people aren't careful. Yeah. Same with me. Like I've only, I'm pretty sure I've only hung out with like two, three people total during this whole thing. Like, I mean, I was with a group of friends on March 13th when the day that it started, but besides that, like, not really. Yeah, I um, have been with more family members than friends, per se, but still the, um, I guess, threat still exists. Just because you're going out with different people doesn't mean that the problem is being ignored. The problem is still there. It's just with different circumstances. Yeah. And so I think people are having a trouble understanding that, that when, when you add a completely new circumstance, this time at school, you're going to have the same problem along with more problems. And it's yeah. just going to start piling on and people are going to get all, oh, we shouldn't have, we, we're going to open school, but some things happened, administration, blah, 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 whatever excuse. And people are going to get upset because they don't know that that whole threat was there from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think this Labor Day uh, weekend is going to be a big, a big show to see if this is affecting everything, because I know most people did something for Labor Day. That's it's a thing that we do every year and people don't want to break that tradition. So people went to the lake with their friends. They hung out. You know, they they had barbecues and stuff because that's what you do on Labor Day. You brought people over. Yeah. And so I think that either there will be a huge spike in the cases or not much will happen because we've already been seeing our friends. So I think that's going to be a big factor for determining what is going to happen in the next few months. Yeah, pretty much. But at the same time, like, I know people have been, like, completely not socially distancing for a while. Like, uh, I remember we drove past the river one time and it was just crowded with, like, people on the shore and, like, rafts and stuff. And this was before Labor Day. Yeah, 100%. So I don't think there will be a big spike because I I think it's all going to stay the same because people are doing this anyways and labor it was just another normal day it was just people saying oh yeah it's labor day let's get together hang out go to the lake Mm -hmm. but they were doing that anyways yeah pretty much (laughs) i agree with that i also think this um also applies to colleges not just high schools Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh definitely in fact, I believe that this affects colleges more than high schools because in high school, I'd assume a majority of us are still living with our parents. In college, you're yeah. paying tuition, or you could have been. Let's say uh, I know a, a friend who is a second year at, I think, uh, Santa Cruz, UC Santa Cruz. And for the first year, he paid tuition. And then for this year, he's still paying tuition regardless of and no one being in the dorms like there's another problem that is presented where colleges and high schools still need to make money somehow for us mm-hmm. for us i believe that one of those big things were senior parking they would have to pay 50 dollars, which is 
a lot of mo- kind of a lot of money. Not a lot, a lot of money, but you understand what I mean. It's a lot of money for a high schooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in our in our high school life, it's a lot of money. But yeah. they still need to make money somehow. There are no football games, but they're going to push to say, we just need money. But we'll get off to say, we just need games. We know the people like the games. We know we like the games. We like money. Oh, is I've realized that a lot of my friends, their older siblings that are in college, are actually coming back to learn. Are they really? Because it's, it's, yeah, because it's virtual, so they can just learn from home, and they are living with their parents now, again. But at the same time, you got to think about all these people, all these, yeah, all these seniors who rely on getting a sports scholarship to go to college. You want college students. Yeah, who aren't going to be able, who might not be able to do that because their seasons have been canceled. I know I'm really thankful that when I was a freshman, because if it hadn't, then I would have lost more important years because freshman year of playing sports is not the most important year. It's the least important year. It's when you're just getting into it, just getting into high school. And I think junior, senior year are the two years that are 100% the most important years to play sports if you are a four-year athlete. Mm -hmm. Athletes are in shambles because of this as well. No, I know um, it was a Thursday when we were told that, I remember because we had a game, we were at practice and we were about to have our game, but a teacher came out and was like, hey, coaches, check your emails. And we had saw that everything had been canceled And for until I believe it was like April 13th was their day then, which looking back is hilarious because here we are still. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember our whole team was like, well, this might be our last practice. And we all just kind of had this understanding of, wow, okay, it's real now. And I remember my mom couldn't pick me up until later. So I just sat outside the school and cried for two hours because lacrosse was my life. Like that was everything. I had committed everything into lacrosse that year. And now looking back, I'm thankful that it was that year because if it had been junior or senior year, I it would have been so much worse. Right. Yeah, did you guys actually think we were gonna go back to school that year? Cause for me, I thought we were gonna go back to school this year when it started. But even from the beginning, I kind of knew I was like, okay, we're probably not going to have, well, at least for me, it was my sophomore year. So I was like, okay, we're probably not going to finish my sophomore year. For me, it was not a chance. Sorry to cut you roughly, but for me, it was not a chance of going back to school uh, last year. Mm-hmm. I, this yeah, year I was um, at first when they said, okay, we're going till April. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll probably go back after April, maybe a month later. So we'll probably go back like in May for the last month or whatever. Um, And then once we got into April, I was like, there's no way. There's no way we're going back. And then in May, I was like, okay, yeah, next year will be great. Next year will be great. We hit July. There's no way we're going back. And now I don't think we're going to go back in the spring either. Really? I think there is a chance that we could go back in the spring, but not fully for sure. If we do go back to the spring, I'm not going to school. I'm calling in sick every single day. Hmm. 
because I don't want to risk it. I'm one of those people yeah. that do not want to risk getting the virus and just not having a good time. Yeah. Because I live with both of my grandmothers in my house, and that's a yeah. much bigger problem to them that is. than it is to me. But it still needs to have, excuse me, have that precaution. Yeah, and I don't think the school will be able to say everyone has to come back because it is still a threat even if we go back. I know my mom is pretty severely immunocompromised. I We've been quarantining with my grandma, even though she lives in a different house, and she has the worst underlying conditions you can have for this. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I would go back either. And I know a lot of people who are still in complete quarantine still who are absolutely not going back this year right yeah for me I'm I'm lucky enough to not live with anyone who's high risk I yeah but I can't I definitely know people who are even in our age there are people who are like very high risk for the virus and yeah that's why I can see why it's like not a good idea to go back as far as me I don't know if I would go back but if it was in small groups I would probably take the opportunity as long as the proper safety precautions were used which i don't honestly i don't think the proper safety precautions are really possible because Mm. we're dumb teenagers again we're dumb 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 teenagers and we can only see the short-term reward because our brains haven't fully developed i'm not just saying that because I think you guys are dumb. I'm saying that because that's how our brains work. And so I don't think people are going to wear masks all the time or socially distance because mm-hmm. we've already seen that they haven't. And we've seen that like straight up adults won't. Yeah. So I think we should go back. The, that Yeah, I can agree with that. What I was thinking was more along the lines of like getting strict work done. Like for some of the stuff in media we were talking about like we would be overseen by a teacher obviously being enforced to social distance wear masks clean the equipment take all the proper precautions which i do agree with like even if you do take the proper precautions it's definitely still a higher risk than not going at all obviously so yeah yeah and i do think that media and other like the dance team and stuff right that need that physical contact type thing I I know in our class we're we're struggling I know in my club rush video I couldn't have any moving shots because it was just my camera and tripod and I had to act in all of that and that was a lot harder than shooting a regular video um that's just the reality and I think that dance class is obviously also having a really hard time because so much of their class is very physical movement same with PE So I think that classes like dance and media and probably like engineering and stuff should be the first to go back if we do go back because they are the ones who cannot thrive on uh, distance learning like math or physics or English could. Yeah, I agree. I do have some friends that are doing um, ceramics at home, though which is really interesting. That's impressive. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, but sometimes they'll send like pictures of their projects and they'll be like 
clay projects, which is impressive in my opinion. I would disagree with some classes being necessary to go back to campus. I feel <laughs> like it's a scenario where either everyone comes back and everything's fine or no one comes back because everything's not fine. There needs there there isn't some in between that we need to dance around or some special uh classes that need to be going back to school because dance my sister has dance we're using the garage we've already right. been we've already found ways to accustom ourselves to work in that environment we've seen it with different classes like dance and ceramics we've also seen it in real life we've made offices in our own homes to stimulate work and I just don't think we should have like we shouldn't have a scenario where it's oh you guys can't come back to school but those in the back yeah those kids right there yes you may come but not you in the front not not you in the front but the guy in the back yes let's go yeah I understand that but I, I do think that the school is going to want to bring people back because I, I think parents are pushing for that because their school isn't getting their their child's not getting the perfect education that they want the in-person in-class type thing so i think the school is already being pressured by parents to to keep going forward in the reopenings and ransom what you were saying with people making their own at home work stuff i've absolutely seen that i've had to do that kind of thing myself i'm even right now um i've had to make a little tiny recording studio I'm sitting in my mom's closet because that's the only quiet place in my entire house. And I know my little sister has set up a desk for her so she can do her third grade homework and do everything that she needs to. And I, I've seen a lot of creativity during this, I will say, which is really impressive. Yeah, that is true, though. Um, yeah, for some people, like my mom, she's set up an office and for her work, her work is actually, at least from what she said, seems more productive. People are getting more stuff done because they don't have to walk around the office uh, doing stuff. They can just all do it from home. So she thinks that for her, it might just permanently change for a while. And also with workspace environments, some companies, which is totally off topic from school, but it also has to relate to school. Some are just going completely online. There's no need for a workspace anymore because of A, pandemic, B, the fact that legitimately every single piece of information and everything people need is on the internet. And so people will use that advantage and then realize, hey, there's just a random building there. We don't need it. Let's just go online. Mm -hmm. yeah. Problem solved. Some, I think that can have some great effects, especially on the environment um, with it could lower a lot of um, greenhouse like, gases commute with cars and stuff. And it could be great if we uh, let's say we tore down buildings because of it, that those spaces could then be turned into more wildlife spaces. If we're being realistic, they probably won't, though. But in the uh, in the perfect future. They could be turned into wildlife spaces 
and that kind of thing. So I think there, there will be a lot of good coming out of this. And I know personally, I've been a lot more productive on certain projects. Really? Yeah. Um, I know my club rush video, I was super, super productive on that because I didn't have to rely on other people needing to act, film, et cetera, et cetera, for everyone's schedules to align because it was only my schedule that I had to work around. And so I could do it all on my own time. And it was, I got the whole thing done in a day because all I had to do was look at my schedule and there wasn't anyone else there. And I think that's the same for a lot of adults working at home right now. Yeah. For me, I feel like it's a lot harder actually, because I sometimes I work better socially and uh, my workspace is my bedroom. So obviously I'm going to be like not as focused as I would be in a school environment. And it's already kind of hard for me to pay attention, even in school. But like now it's sometimes it's even harder. So I have to like really put everything into like focusing on my classes sometimes. I'd agree. I uh, agree. And still agree that school shouldn't be open regardless. Mm -hmm. At the end. I'm with you guys on that. I uh, my desk is out in my living room because that's the only area I have for my Mac and my little sisters in our room. Um, but I live on a really busy street. And so there's always cars going by, people walking by, oh, people with dogs. And so I see all the movement and I'm ooh, what's that? No, focus. And so it's, it's difficult to balance the external stimuli and the trying to focus on school at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree that school should not completely open up yet, though, for sure. Yeah. I don't even want a hybrid school. I'm going to graduate at Zoom University. <laughs> okay, can we talk about Animal Crossing? Because I feel like everyone who bought it in, like, March got it for $80, played it for three weeks, and then never touched it again. Absolutely not. I got it in March. Really? $80. I have two, over 250 hours on it. Wow. I am not proud of that at all. Honestly, you should be, though. That's like a... It makes it worth it. I had an island that I had spent over 250 hours on, and then I just reset it because I got bored of it. So I completely reset that that island, and now I'm on a completely new island. And uh, building it. Animal Crossing. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Because I didn't have a Switch A, B. Yeah. I didn't either, but at the beginning of quarantine, I worked my butt off and bought one um, with some help from my grandma. And so my little sister and I both got one, and we both got Animal Crossing. And she doesn't use hers as much, but um, or really at all. But I obsessed over Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing was the only thing keeping me sane and the only thing giving me any sense of time. Because if you guys don't know, Animal Crossing is run on like a real time kind Mm -hmm. of thing so like if it's 11 o'clock in real life it's 11 o'clock in animal crossing if it's easter in animal crossing it's easter in real life that kind of thing so certain things happen on certain days so like every single sunday morning the turnip lady comes and you can buy turnips and sell them for a a greater price uh in the week and so animal crossing was the only thing that kept my sense of time going yeah, 
I f- yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of actually games, like video games that have been trending over quarantine. First it was Animal Crossing. I know Fall Guys is recent and Among Us too. We were just talking about that in class today. And I know The Last of Us too was really popular. Um, oh, it was right. terrible because it was a terrible game. What? It was a terrible was game. Beautiful. No, absolutely. That's a whole other discussion. I'm not going to go off on that. All right. We can go off on this another day. However, yes, video games are a scapegoat for legitimately everybody. I don't know why I said it like that, but... It's just escapism. Yeah, video games right now are allowing people to escape into whatever headspace they would like. Mm-hmm. And I think especially with Animal Crossing, I'm sorry, I keep going on about Animal Crossing, but it's really the only video video game I play, which is pretty sad. Um <laughs> I think especially because you can go to your friend's islands and you can run around together and you could be on a call and there's games you can do and you can chase each other around and hit each other with nets. Mm-hmm. I think it is, it gives us the sense of, yeah, I just hung out with my friends instead of the, oh, I'm just on a call talking to my friends. It gives us the more physical, yes, I'm with my friends kind of feel. Yeah. But only for I, so long. Yeah. True. I I have a Minecraft server with some of my friends in it, so I do get that what you're coming from. Yeah, as well as I play uh, Stardew Valley with one of my friends, a couple of my friends, all the mm. time, and it has the same thing. It's got the physical we are together type thing that I think everyone has been craving. Mm. Yeah, I I do agree with that. Yeah. Ransom, to be fair, you have quite the mane of hair right now. I know I got my hair cut one time when everything, like, actually started to clear up um, when we had been in intense quarantine for a long time. I think it was around noon, um, so I went and got my hair cut then, but I haven't gotten it cut since then. And it's getting so long in the back, I'm thinking about shaving it off. Hmm. I don't cut, well, I do cut my own hair, but it's more of an impulse than a planned event, if that <laughs> makes sense. I've, I've been very tempted. I almost shaved <laughs> off my eyebrows uh, in March. Okay, me too. Like, the ends of my eyebrows were about to be gone at one point. Oh, I was going to do the whole thing because they only take, like, 64 days to grow back. And in my mind, I was like, 64 days, that's nothing. We got months of this going on. I'm going to shave my eyebrows. And then my friends convinced me out of it. Unfortunately, wow. I know, that is unfortunate. You should do it now. That if we uh, get if we get a thousand, if we get people, two likes on this podcast, two likes on this we video, will shave their eyebrows. If we get a thousand people who listen to this, I'll shave my eyebrows and we can put it up on GBTV if Wide Camp lets us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I've had a lot of hair impulses though throughout quarantine. Mm-hmm. Too many. A lot of people's coping is just dyeing their hair. I've actually never dyed my hair, which is very surprising. I've wanted to do blonde strands, pink strands, just dye a chunk of my bangs black. I've wanted to cut two little pieces off the top and do horns. <laughs> That's pretty cool, not gonna lie. It's, it's a lot going on. My- yeah, I, 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 let, I'm, I think I'm going to let one of my friends dye my hair if I don't shave it all off before then. Mm-hmm. Um. And I told them this and they got very excited. I'm actually, okay, this is pretty sad. I'm actually graying on top. Like I have a bunch really? of gray on top, but I'm so tall that no one can see them. So that's that's the only good thing 
about it. <laughs> the hidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can just wear a hat. I do. You don't. You don't need to be tall to hide great hairs. You can just wear a hat. Well, now I don't have to because I'm tall and no one can see the top of my head. What if I so grab that- a What if I grab a shrink ray from my basement? A what? A, a shrink ray? No, shrink ray. <laughs> oh. Did I say shrink ray? I think so. Oh, my I think fault. Shrink ray is something completely different. Is that a thing? No. Shink ray. Shink ray. A shink ray is, in fact, a gun that looks like a knife and acts like a knife. So wow. how is it a gun? Because it's got the name Ray in it, so you'd assume it's a gun. Don't bring a shank ray to a gunfight. Oh, I think you said name. shank with an I. <laughs> anyway. Oh, like the animal? Mink? What are we talking about? Shink is an animal. Let me, let me look it up. Shink. shink. Welcome to news, everybody. Or, or is that okay. a skink? What is a shink? Verb. To pour or serve wine or beer. Maybe I'm thinking of a skink. It's not an animal. Lizard. Maybe I'm thinking of the lizard. Yeah. That, that. Shink ray. Welcome to Early <laughs> News, where we take 10 minutes to deconstruct. Um, is Sophia hearing Ransom say something wrong? I, I mean. Whatever. Yeah, Shinkrai is not a thing. <laughs> we can make it a thing. Okay, wh- okay, we're making a word. What does shink mean? Shink? Isn't it already a word we already established? No, we haven't. Yes, it is. I shink looked is it up and it's thing. not a word. Uh, it shink? is a thing. Shink Look it up. means to stab. It means like... Shank? Yeah, when... Shink That's is the act two of different shanking. Things. Shunk? Shink. No, Wait. shink. Shink is the act of shanking. Shinked? Yes. I shinked you. You've been shanked. shanked. It's shanked, not shinked. Okay, well. (laughs) Well, on that note, we're out of time. Oh, we are. Unfortunately, we are. Unfortunately, I don't know if that's the right word. I would say, fortunately, we're out of time. (laughs) We're going to have to shink the podcast. Our lovely audience doesn't have to listen to this debate any longer. We might not know if they'll be able to listen to it. Michael could have gotten all of it out. Michael could have gotten shinked. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm sorry you had to listen to this. Yeah, sincerely. And- apologies. All right. See everyone in the next, in the next recording. Uh, bye-bye. Well, Grizzlies, that's it for this episode of Barely News. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any interesting topics you want us to talk about, let us know by visiting the link tinyurl.com slash GBHS video bulletin. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at granitebaytoday.tv. Join us next week for another episode. Until then, I'm Ransom Allen, joined by Lee Randolph, Sophia Deaver, and Michael Grove. And go Grizzlies!